Welcome to the Moms of Truth podcast. My name is Alicia Gregg, the host of this show. The foundation of this ministry rests on 1 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. This is the goal of this podcast and that we would tackle topics of motherhood that can be difficult and use the word of God to teach and equip us so we can then prepare our children for every good work God has planned for them. So welcome and thanks for listening. And if it is your first time, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And also you can find Moms of Truth on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. So today we're covering the topic of discipline. And this was actually a topic request from one of our viewers over on YouTube. So shout out to Jesse for this one. Disciplining our children is actually quite a big topic. And in studying scripture, we can see that it involves much more than just consequences and punishment. So this is actually going to be a series of at least three weeks. I don't have it fully mapped out just yet, um, but it's going to have a few subtopics to cover, all of which complete the biblical instruction of disciplining our children. On today's episode, we are going to first be examining our own hearts as mothers when it comes to discipline, because how we see our children determines much of how we treat them and discipline them. Do I show my children too much grace or perhaps not enough? Are my expectations of their behavior unrealistic or are they non-existent? Before we jump into how we should be disciplining our children, it would be wise and healthy for us to first ask God, as David did in Psalms 139.23, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. I love Psalm 19.12 also. It says, who can discern his own errors? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to come before you and to learn from your word, to gain insight from your great wisdom. Father, we are so thankful that you have chosen us to be yours and called us to raise up a generation who seeks after you. Help us to understand your truth. And Father, would you give each one of us wisdom for today? In Jesus' name, amen. So intellectually, I know that my children are going to make mistakes and that they're going to sin. I know that they're going to face behavior problems as they learn how to share, communicate, have boundaries, as they grow and just figure out how to live, love, and walk in their faith. I know that there's going to be bad choices, slip up, sin, and corrections. It's just part of them growing up. However, my actions and responses to that sin in their life sometimes tells them that I have high expectations for them. When I'm quick to anger, become frustrated, or overreact, it tells my children that I expect perfection. I have little room for grace for them to mess up. So 
even though I have the understanding in my mind that they are children and they're learning, my response can clearly show that I don't have that understanding planted within my heart. Luke 6.45, what you say flows from what is in your heart. So mamas, let's get this truth planted in our hearts so that God can first begin a work in us. Proverbs 22.15, NLT translation, a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. NIV says, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. And lastly, the King James Version says, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. From this scripture, we are freshly reminded that our children have foolishness bound in their hearts. And I love what John Piper says, to act foolishly is to sin and to sin is to act foolishly. So as mom, I can look at the foolish mistakes of my children and remember that it's bound in their heart, that it's just part of them as they grow, but that I have a great opportunity in those moments to shape that foolishness into wisdom. And godly wisdom is simply something that our children develop in time. It's something that we as parents grow in as time goes on as well. And as we lean into the Lord's word. So instead of being quick to become angry or frustrated, I can instead see their acts of foolishness as a blessing to bestow and plant wisdom within them because that's truly what it is. And I can allow that truth to help my expectations align with scripture. So while sometimes my response tells my children that I have high expectations, on the other hand, I can sometimes show them the exact opposite, that there's no accountability or expectation at all for right behavior. I show this when I'm simply too tired to deal with it, or maybe I feel unqualified because I struggle with the same sin or have done worse. Maybe I don't deal with it because I feel like correcting them is too harsh and they're just children. Whatever the case, there's no accountability, acknowledgement, or consequence, whatever. So it tells my children that I don't care how you behave or how your sibling has treated you unfairly. I ignore it completely and there's no expectation whatsoever. This actually makes them feel unloved and alone and we miss an opportunity to turn them to Christ and to train them in righteousness. As Proverbs 22:15 said when we when we just read it, discipline will drive the sin and folly away from them. Another important truth to remember and to plant deeply within our mama hearts is Psalms 51.5, for I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. And then in Genesis 8.21, the Lord is making his covenant with Noah after the flood, and he's placing a rainbow in the sky, and he says, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though... Everything they think or imagine is bent 
toward evil from childhood. We can show grace to our children in their folly because we too are sinners and we too are shown great grace daily, we can show our children grace in how we respond to their sin, not that we ignore it or brush it off, but that we respond with kindness, understanding, and wisdom. Proverbs 31, 26, and 27, when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instruction with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. I love that scripture. Our homes should be a place where our children feel safe to mess up, that they are still loved no matter what choices they've made. They should feel encouraged and cared for by our correction that we do desire for them to do right and we care so deeply about their walk with Christ that we take the time and energy to point them back to him and equip them with biblical knowledge that will set them up for faithfulness in their walk with him. So before we talk more about disciplining our children, let's really go to Christ in prayer, mamas, and ask that his Holy Spirit would examine our intentions, our motives, our thoughts and habits that are not of him and ask him to give us strength and wisdom to see our children as he does and to respond accordingly, that we would have grace in our response and healthy expectations that point them to their responsibility to honor God in all that they do. Let me leave you with this scripture that will actually lead us into our discussion for next week. Proverbs 29, 18, discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. All right, mamas, that is all for today. I hope that you have a great week and be sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet. Also leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And until next week, teach some truth, train them up and trust God through it all.